Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar host, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star MLB. And most importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups for all sports. And we got NFL kicking off this week. And that means we also have the pre snap podcast, folks. So go check that out. Brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Lots of great stuff over there. We just dropped the um, season picks preview edition. We had a, a live draft last week, and this week we'll have your week one main slate preview plus the bets for the week coming up. So go check out the pre-snap podcast to get your fix for football while you do the on-deck podcast. And you follow me on Twitter at PDNTrick and my co-host on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing? So much fun. I'm doing good. It was a weird baseball day, you know. Big time. It was- it was weird having the games on during the day. I mean, you know, a- as a podcaster, Labor Day doesn't feel any different to me. You know, every day is Saturday, but also every day is Monday for me. Yep. So, you know, I was just like, good Lord, all of these games. And then the late games were a little strange, too. But uh, it was a full day of baseball, which was great. Uh, we had some, you know, I, Woodruff did not pay off on that uh, Woodruff versus Nola or uh, or uh, Wheeler. I mean, Nola's going today, but. Um, you know, uh, there were some other plays that were pretty good. So, um, Mullins hit a bomb. I like to see that. Um, but yeah, overall just kind of a strange holiday day. Yeah. The, uh, Rays got to Chris sale. They thumped him, which was, was pretty impressive to see the Red Sox did their thing. It, it, it was an interesting day to say the least. And it usually happens when it's these weekday random day game slates. It turns into like guys, the weird lineups and guys are tired because they traveled now the day game, which just. It's always weird. You never know what you're going to get on those ones. And it was fun, but weird, like I said. But Tuesday won't be. We have 12 games. It's actually yeah. a pretty fun slate. There's a couple big-name pitchers, a couple nice middle price pitchers, and, of course, lots of bats. So lots and lots of fun there. And, Bogman, I don't know about you, but let's get cracking. Let's do let's it. Let's go. Let's get it. Kansas City at Baltimore to kick things off on this wonderful slate for us. we got Jackson Coar going up against Wells, who's usually he actually got a save like over the weekend. Now he's <laughs> going to be the opener because this is Baltimore. This is what we do. So keep that in mind. But Lowther was supposed to be the opener on Monday. He went almost five innings. So he was very yeah. effective. Coar is 53 and 6K. Do you like either pitcher in this one? I like Coar uh, a yeah, little I bit. Quality start last time in. He's cheap. Uh, I'm I'm in here uh, and it's going to be a bullpen game for kansas city against wells we would think you did mention louther in his five innings but uh which means i like adaberto mondesi my boy uh mondesi salvador perez nikki lopez with merrifield you know do your royal stack here i like it so uh cower and a royal stack i like in this game yeah we're on the same page here. i think cower is very interesting because there's not a ton of cheap cheap options i think he's a great sp2 if you want to punt i think he is People are going to see those three starts he made earlier this year. He's a big-time prospect, and he sucked. Like That's the best way I can say it. But he did what I think a lot of other – we saw Daniel Lynch do it with the Royals. We see Logan Gilbert do it with the, the Mariners. These young guys, they go and they fix themselves. They get right. They come back. They look much better. Will they be better every time? Probably not, but at least we have a chance. So I'm put up 17 DK points last time. I think he's a great punt. And you mentioned the Royal side of things, the usual suspect, Salvi Witt. And I love the Mondesi call because he didn't even start today on Monday. 
and he pinch ran in the eighth or ninth inning and stole two bases. <laughs> like if you just look at his look at his stat he's lines every day, man. he just just loads up the stat column. So if he starts, he's too cheap. That's the best way I can say yeah. it. It's just he stuffs the box. He's a great cash game play for that regard. Toronto at the New York Yankees. Steven Matz going up against the one, the only Garrett Cole. Over under eight and a half on this one. Matt's 84 and 82. Cole's 11-8 on DK, which is banana lands. Deserved, but banana lands. And he's 11-3 on FanDuel. It's like you're facing a great offense in Toronto. You're super expensive. I still want to play you. Yeah, I mean, he's been so good recently. It's hard not to. And look, Matt's, uh, I'll, I'll just mention it. I'm not brave enough to do it. But I'll just mention it. Uh, he had a start on May 25th against the Yankees. That's his one start this year. Quality, six innings, one earned, 10 strikeouts, no walks. Probably one of his best starts of the year. Uh, Cole, I mean, just all in on him. There is some PVB data here. DJ uh, LeMahieu, six for 10 with two doubles off Mats, five for 15 for Stanton with two bombs off of him, three for 11 for Judge with a double. Four for ten for T. Oscar off Cole with a double and a bomb. Three for six for Corey Dickerson uh, against Cole, and four for thirteen for Vlad Jr. against Cole, but no power numbers there. And then Gary Sanchez, Rizzo, Torres have all been uh, mashing a little bit as well. So uh, probably Cole and some Yankees bats. But if you're not going to play Cole, I understand picking some some of these Blue Jays. Yeah, we're pretty much the same on this one. I think Cole's great. I'm hoping the matchup with Toronto and the expensive price tag hopefully lowers his ownership, but the dude's got it figured out. No sticky stuff needed. Like, will he have a hiccup from time to time? Sure, especially against a team like Toronto. Wouldn't be shocked. But he could still give up like three home runs and strike out 10, and we're still not like crushed. And that's what, what Cole brings to the table. So I love Garrett Cole on this slate. If you can't afford him, I get it, but you should be able to if you listen to the podcast and get some value plays out of us here. So I'm with you on Cole. If you want to use Toronto, I agree. Sure, knock yourself out. But um, I don't mind some Yankees bats versus Mats. Like I, you got some marbles. Insert the guy from Major League Two, marbles. But <laughs> um, yes, yeah, get some marbles. But um, yeah, I'm gonna, I like some Yankee bats. They've been disappointing, especially on Monday. They disappointed people. The Stanton Judge um, and, and some other uh, suspects there in New York are, are quite quite intriguing. Tampa Bay at Boston. I think we have a we have a potential for another fun one on tap here. We got Drew Rasmussen going up against Erod over under nine and a half. Apparently Vegas thinks the same thing. Rasmussen is 73 and 65. Erod 9K and 8K. Rasmussen's been decent. Erod dominated Tampa Bay's last time out. Pitcher yeah. or pass? Yeah, I well, I'm I'll do half and half all on the Boston side. Give me Erod. Quality start last time out, so I'm in on him. Uh, Rasmussen, I just can't. I'm not interested. So uh, give me him. Uh, give, give me Erod and then Schwarber, Renfro, JD, Vasquez, Verdugo. All have been pretty solid. So I'll go with Boston on both sides. Yeah, it, I don't mind Erod. He's been awesome. He's had some blowups. So if you want to go Franco, who just continues to do everything, like he tripled off sale on the first, homer off sale last time we faced him. It doesn't matter what Erod or well, who, who Franco faces. So if you want to go there, I, I get it. I prefer the Boston side with you as well, Schwarber and company. Kind of want to just lay off this game at the same time. It just has a weird vibe to it. But um, if you if you are there, you're going Boston. I'm with you. But Tampa Bay, they're, they're sneaky, sneaky right now. <laughs> um, Washington and Atlanta. This one should be fun. Paulo Espino versus Max Freed, over under of nine. Freed's 86 and 93. I like Freed a lot tonight, and I love the Atlanta bats. I mean, I have three main pitchers to pick from. Freed is going to go into those three, but I like Espino as well. He's cheap, sixty four hundred. He's been solid lately. Atlanta is twenty third in runs scored uh, over the, like the last two and a half weeks. I looked since the twenty second, so I'm in on him too. So 
I think I'll avoid bats this game and go with either side of the pitching. No, I'm uh, I'm all in on free, but I'm all in on Atlanta. Espino has pitched better of late. I will say that, but he has some stretches earlier in the year doing the same thing. Lots of pitch to contact. And he has a team like Atlanta could get dangerous. We'll wait and see, okay. but uh, I think there's a lot of upside. And I think it's also the potential for a big offensive explosion at low ownership because most are going to flock to Coors Field. So your Riley's, your Albies, who after missing a few games with a knee injury, homered a couple times in Coors. You got Swanson, you got Freeman. I think there's a lot to like with Atlanta in this one, and I think you can get to some very low ownership and potentially money matchup. Cincinnati at the Chicago Cubs, no total because it's Wrigley Field, but you got Wade Miley going up against Sampson. Uh, Miley's 8,200 on DK. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of great characters, rest in peace, Chalky White and uh, yeah. Omar. But, uh, God. I, side, side tangent here. I was um, – I was out of service. The family went to a friend's house. I just didn't have service at it. So we were barbecuing with the Giants game swimming. Got back into service about 5.30 and uh, got that alert right away. And that was like, that's a good way to ruin a day. So yeah. uh, that's that's crazy stuff. So, yeah, if you guys don't know who we're talking about, go watch The Wire and go watch uh, uh, Boardwalk Empire. You will not regret. He's got other great stuff, too. Don't get me wrong. But those two characters, legendary. Um, Cincinnati, Miley is 82 and 88. Samson's 5K and 58. I like Miley a lot on this slate. I... I- I don't want any part of pitching here. I want all hitting, specifically, uh, you know, Reds hitters, Castellanos, Farmer, Suarez, India. Uh, Schwindel has been still hot. Hap has been hot. Yep. Uh, you can play Ortega. Uh, Wilson Contreras is eight for 22 with uh, four doubles against Miley, three for four for uh, Naquin against Sampson uh, with, a, with a homer here. So um, I, I kind of like hitting more than I like the pitching here. I just think Miley, like, I, I get it. If you don't, Miley is nothing attractive, but he puts up quality starts, sometimes better than quality, and no one rosters him. So that's the other reason yeah. why I think he's, he's very intriguing for that regard. Is he flashy? Like, I'd, I'd a million times rather have freed. I'll say that much. And I went to the All Star game when Wade Miley was a D backs only All Star. So uh, <laughs> oh, I am, I, I know uh, Swamp Thing here. So I, I love him. He's awesome. Yeah. And so I don't mind because like I talked about against Gray and when Hap went deep in the first, I thought, here we go. But then, they, you know, Gray got it together. Um, I do like the Reds bats, though. Naquin is far too cheap on DK still. He's only 2900 bucks on DK, so enjoy that. But you got Casty, Volleyball the day off on Monday. Expect him back. You can definitely go with some Rays action, uh, or Reds action in this one. Philadelphia at the Milwaukee Brewers. Aaron Nola versus Eric Lauer in this matchup. Over under of eight, Nola's 10, six, and 9,000. It's a cheap price on FanDuel. Lauer's 88 and 81. I'm passing on bats here. Yeah. Uh, you mean pitchers? Um, yeah. Sorry, pitchers. Passing on pitchers. Yeah. Look, Nola was rocked last time out. You know, another dude that seems to be running out of steam. Uh, but, you know, I, I, said, I said that about Wheeler and he looked amazing. Uh, Lauer was great last time out. I just don't want to chase. So I'm with you. Uh, it's going to be bats for me. Yelich. Uh, eight for 20 with two doubles, a triple, and a bomb uh, against Nola. Young, th- uh, Wong, excuse me, three for 10 with two doubles. Uh, seven for 11 for Kutch against Lauer with a triple and two bombs. And then Harper, Galvis, Miller, Herrera, Didi have all been great for Philly recently. Kane, Urias, uh, Chase Peterson, Eduardo Escobar uh, have all been solid for Milwaukee. So I'm going to stack bats in this one. Yeah, I'm pretty much just going to ignore this game altogether, but I think if you want to be contrarian, get some Brewers against Nolan, hope he's still slipping up. I think Yelich is far too cheap. He's 41 on DK. He's showing signs of – he's not the MVP Yelich, but he's showing signs of being better. That's a great price tag to attack him. Guys like Chase Peterson swinging it well. Um, you mentioned Colton Wong and some other bats there. I think it's, it's a good contrarian angle. Maybe not go all in, but a good angle 
to have some fun in that one. And if you want to attack Lauer, you can. But I think the, the Milwaukee side's the angle to go to in that game. Dodgers at the St. Louis Cardinals. You got Corey Knable opening with a back end, uh, a long man, Mitch White likely going afterwards. They got a J.A. Hat for St. Louis, Hap 71 and 71. I believe White is 68 on DK. Obviously, Fandle does not have him. Any interest on the pitchers? I mean, it's all bats here. I mean, the Dodgers are always expensive, but uh, we like uh, stacking against Hap. Betts, Seager, Turner, Barnes, Trey Turner, uh, Trey and Justin. And on the St. Louis side, Arenado, Goldie, Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader, Edmundo Sosa, all been smacking it. So um, no pitchers for me. Yeah, that Edmundo Sosa, Sosa value is still very, very nice. But uh, I do like uh, Betts is interesting. I think Seager is a great contrarian play. They'll see lefty-lefty and run away. I wouldn't worry about that. So, yeah, Dodgers are very, very lively. They put up a five spot, I believe, on Monday. Don't I'd expect a little more on Tuesday. Seattle at Houston. We got Gilbert versus Jake Odorizzi over under 8.5. Gilbert's 8K and 72. Odorizzi 75 and 78. All bats for me again on this one, Boggs. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I kind of like – the pitchers here, I just I can't throw Gilbert against Houston, and Odorizzi has been solid recently. He's cheap. I, I get it. Uh, I'm just not brave enough. Uh, he's too much of a landmine. Uh, Altuve, four for six with three doubles against Gilbert, four for six for France against Odorizzi. Um, Tucker, Correa, Guriel, Bregman on the Astro side, Toro, Seager, Crawford on Seattle side have been hitting, but I don't know. I just don't have a great feel on this game. Yeah, Odorizzi will be popular, and he's been popular a lot lately, and I continue to fade. It works. It's like a 50-50 propaganda. Sometimes it works great. Sometimes <laughs> he makes me look bad. But in, in, GP, in GPPs, 50-50, I'll take that every day of the week. Yeah. So um, I'll take my chances there. And if you want to put a little Seattle stack out there, Seager's, he's up to 52 on DK, which is insane, but he's, he's earned it. He's earned it, but it's crazy. But like him, Toro, France, and I think Jared Kalinick could be an interesting value. Starting to swing it a little like better. That of late and he's super cheap on both sites so that's the kind of way you can get a low owned value play against a very popular guy see what happens obviously houston's in play as you mentioned gilbert's gonna be a great young arm for years to come he's run out of steam he's run out of steam this season let's head to coors field folks giants rockies logan webb chichi gonzalez over under 11 and a half webs uh he's 95 on dk 97 on fandle chichi's chichi i honestly love the idea of going to logan webb in this game I just can't do it. Yeah, he's been outstanding, but he got rocked in Colorado. Uh, on, I mean, it was uh, May fifth, so it was a while ago. But it was Different three and two thirds, six turn runs, five strikeouts to three walks. Uh, it just sometimes that gets dicey, and it looks like some of these Rockies see him real well. Uh, Ryan McMahon's five for eleven with a double and a bomb. Five for ten for Tapia with a double against him. Uh, five for twelve for Hampson. Five for fourteen story with a double in, in, in a homer um brandon crawford is good against chi he's five for nine with a double and a bomb but uh, i i just i think i would rather take rocky's bats here than go with Webb. yeah it's not for the faint of heart i get it yeah like, it's definitely a tournament play i'd rather play garrett cole or some of these other guys up top there's a I couple think, guys i want to play that i just uh, yeah. i don't believe in them in that scenario it's, tough it's gonna be interesting so i think web could be a very good tournament play and i love the giants bats and they are way too cheap on DraftKings, and everyone's going to love them but like lamont wade's 37 on dk he um steven duggar just got recalled he's 26 uh, it gets ridiculous. Like even Belt and Crawford and Posey are like forty-four to forty-six. It's too cheap for Coors Field. So yeah, give me the Giants stacking against Chichi. I will take all the bait on that one. So we'll see. 
White Sox, Oakland, Lambert, Caprillion, no total on this one. Lambert's 55 on DK, no price on Fandle. Caprillion, 78 and 83. Game stack. Yeah, I mean, uh, Caprillion just feels like a landmine here, and I cannot do it. He's given up 10 earned runs in his last two starts, so give me some of them White Sox. Grandal has been awesome since coming back. Abreu, Gavin Sheets has been hitting. Uri Garcia, Luis Robert, Danny Mendick, and on the A side, it's Canna, Chapman, Olsen, Harrison, Marte, Lowry, just the usual suspects in that lineup. So I'm with you. Stack either side here. Yep, I love this game. I think it gets kind of overlooked, especially the Oakland side. You mentioned Olsen. I think Chapman's phenomenal. Lowry, Marte gets is expensive, so he might get overlooked. But uh, Harrison and Lowry are both really good values in that lineup. So love me some Oakland action and don't mind the White Sox at all. You mentioned Grandall. Lou Bob's way too cheap still for what he's doing at leadoff. you got Eloy and company. And you mentioned Gavin Sheets. He's back. He's cheap. He's a good GPP angle there. So I, I like a, a game tag. And it's a little warmer than expected out here in California. So that should help at Oco Coliseum. Before we get to the final two games on this evening, make sure you guys go to iTunes to give a rating and review. Five-star preferably. Then the constructive criticism. You guys know the joke by now. So go do that, please. And if you'd like to watch this wonderful podcast, go to the Line Star YouTube channel. You want to do it for this and the pre-snap show. Give the old subscribe, thumbs up, and get the goodies over there. All right, Texas at Arizona. Spencer Howard going up against Zach Gallon over under of eight in this matchup. Gallon 79 on both sides. It's intriguing, Bogman, but uh, it, it's, it's tough because Texas is swinging it well, but I, I get it. Yeah, so, I mean, look, Gallon has looked better. He's kind of rounding into form to end out the year, which is, you know, not where you want to have him round out, but let's get him ready for next year. So I kind of like him in this game. 7,900, he's definitely a secondary option. And then Arizona bats against Spencer Howard should be solid. Marte has been swinging it well. David Peralta is back on his stuff. The freight train, as you now know. Uh, Nick Ahmed. Josh Rojas, Pavin Smith have been hitting. And then, like you said, there are some guys that have been crushing for Texas. Peters, uh, Leody Tavares, Nathaniel Lowe, not Nate Lowe, and Nick Solak have all been pretty good for them. So uh, I get stacking either side, but I'm kind of interested in Gallon. I'll try to get him in at least one lineup. Yeah, no, I don't mind Gallon. Good SP2 on DK. I think he's a sneaky SP1 on Fandle if you want to pay up for bats like Coors Field and stuff. So that, that's an angle to go with. Um, I do like the Arizona stack a lot. Cattell Marte, I think, is a phenomenal play tonight. You mentioned Peralta, Rojas, uh, Ahmed, if he's hitting towards the top. Christian Walker, super cheap, and he's hitting it well. Howard shouldn't be long for this game. So I think that's a really good angle with Arizona. And if you aren't using Gallon, I've been using a ton of Texas lately, and it's usually just been Peters, Lowe, and Solak. Just go with those three. You could obviously go with Leodis Tavares. He didn't play on Monday series at the lineup on Tuesday. Um, you got other guys like... Um, uh, Adelise Garcia and company if you want, but I stick to the three men and it's been, it's been pretty fun. Last game of the evening, my good buddy, Packy Naughton. I feel like he's an Irish boxer. Packy <laughs> Naughton taking the mound in San Diego against Packy Naughton versus Jake LaMotta. Exactly. At there the we dark. go. Raging Bull 2. Um, <laughs> Blake Snell's 9,200 on DK, 10-1 on Fandle, and I did it last week. I'm doing it again. I'm in on Blake Snell, Boggs. Yeah, I think you have to be. He's in his yep. Cy Young form right now, which yep. has just been incredible. So he's one of the three guys. I got him and Colin Freed as my top three guys, which makes me fade all of the Angels bats. I mean, obviously, if you want to play Otani, play Otani in any time. But then I do like some Padres bats here, too. Will Myers, Manny Machado, uh, Trent Grisham. You could play Tatis whenever. Eric Hosmer and Austin Nola have all been solid. So I'll pick out of that group. Yeah, I'm going to go Snell. I think he is the chalkiest pitcher on the slate. 
for the matchup and his current performance. So keep that in mind. I still think he's a great play. I'm not going to say he's not, but that allows for pivots off of him as well. So I think I think that's something to debate. And I am all in on this Padre stack with you. I think Will Myers is a phenomenal value on this slate versus a hittable lefty like Naughton, Machado and Tatis, the usual, like you said, but Trent Grisham and company. Lots to like there with, with San Diego. And that Will Myers plays one of my more, like more more enjoyable, more favorite, favoritist. I don't know the exact word there. <laughs> favoritist. Um, yeah, favorite. Most favorite. Most favorited um, player on this slate when it comes to value in their, in their matchup at the dish. All right, before we get to the home run calls today, why don't we recap things real quick? Who are your top pitchers on this slate? Well, my top, guy, top guys are Snell, Freed, and Cole. And then my secondary option guys are Erod, Gallon, Espino, and Cower. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cole, Snell, Webb, and uh, Freed. And in the middle, I got Miley, Gallon, and if you want to go Cower, you can. So I'm on Team Webb. I understand it's riskier than risky and probably not for the faint of heart. I get it. Uh, who are you stacking up on this slate? Uh, I, I think there's uh, a decent, some decent ones. I think Oakland and Chicago, either side, especially Chicago. Uh, San Francisco at Colorado uh, against Chi-Chi, I like. I like the Dodgers against uh, St. Louis and Kansas City against Baltimore. Yep, KC is a very, very intriguing one. I love Atlanta versus Spino. Big fan on that. Cincinnati in play as well. And then uh, Gigantes. Uh, love Gigantes. And then that good old uh, Chicago White Sox-Oakland game could be a fun late-night uh, low-owned hammer, to say the least. All right, the moment everyone's been waiting for. But in order to participate in this fun, fun endeavor, you have to follow LineStar on Twitter at LineStar app and at LineStar MLB because they, re- they tweet out tons of great content throughout the day, including the home run calls on Monday through Friday. And Mogben, myself, and Ryan Humphreys will, tweet it, or will give our home run calls. They'll tweet it out. If you retweet the tweet, three lucky retweeters will be paired with each one of us. And if you get drawn and our guy goes deep, you win some free swag. So, Bogman, on this Tuesday, September 7th, who is your home run call of the day? Uh, give me Andrew McCutcheon. Just being 7 for 11 uh, against Lauer is awesome with a couple bombs already. So, uh, I like Kutch to go yard today. That's not too shabby, not too shabby. I'm going to Hotlanta. I know I could do Coors. That's that's the easy way out. But uh, I'm going to go to Hotlanta and give me, give me Ozzy Albies off of Paulo Espino in this one. I almost went Freddie Freeman. Give me Ozzy Albies. Take my chances there against Paulo Espino. I like it quite a bit. And uh, we'll see how Tuesday goes. Should be a wild one. You got uh, McCutcheon. I got Albies. We'll see who Humphreys has. And more importantly, we'll hopefully see some green screens. And make sure you check out LineStar on Twitter again at LineStar app and at LineStar MLB. And download the app in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Follow Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Intric. We'll be back with you guys on Wednesday with another slate of MLB action. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.